Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. This is not Paul Charchian. This is Scott Fish hanging out in Brian John in uh, Paul Charchian's palatial estate here with Brian Johnson. Yeah, I am Brian Johnson. Also not Paul Charchian. Charch will be back next week. He's on the road right now making some uh, training camp visits. Yes. Gathering some intel yes. for all you loyal listeners. And this is our last off-season show. The off-season. Well, I guess it's not the off-season in the NFL now. You, you don't call the off-season the off-season when training camp's going there's, on, right? Yeah, there's really no off-season in, in the NFL anyway, so. But uh, starting next week, the, the long-form shows are back. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah, me Super too. Super excited. So this will be the, this is the last kitchen recording. <laughs> the we'll last be, kitchen We'll be kitchen in recording. studio for the big show starting <laughs> next week. It's but, like uh, the Lost Files or something, like Paul Charchi in the kitchen <laughs> recordings. You know? Yeah, I've, I've been, I feel like I've been here for like a week. Yeah. Just, uh. But, I just got here. The, they they lowered the drawbridge. I, I drove across <laughs> the moat. You don't see a lot of moats these days in, in the United yeah, States. I was, Charge has one. I, was, so. I just got finished feeding the gators, so they weren't too <laughs> too riled up. I hope but, Minnesota uh, gators. What are we What are we talking about today, Scott? Uh, we're just going to go over some of the early uh, training camp headlines that have that have hit. Um, Everyone's in the best shape of their life. Everyone, literally everybody. Uh, Alan Lazard is a, is a hall of famer. Yep. Derek Carr is a hall of famer. Yep. Future hall of famers. Nothing uh, but good news. Uh, nothing but good news, except uh, well, we should start in Tampa Bay. Kind of some let's start in Tampa Bay. Bad news. Not a, not a, not an off. Well, he's an offensive player, but not yes. a fantasy player, right. but uh, 
All pro center Ryan Jensen looks yes. like he's probably done for the year, huh? Yeah, that's that's not good for for that line. They've they've been building up a lot of a lot of stuff there, going and grabbing weapons. You know, it, it is it is a hit, but you know, hopefully they can. It, it's early enough that maybe the offensive line can gel by the season. Yeah, and I mean it's Jensen likely done, and from last year they're they're going to be missing Ali Marpet who retired mm-hmm. yep. and. Uh, Forgive me, I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head, but uh, another starting lineman is now with um, the Bengals. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> looks like going into the season, the the, the Bucks are going to be down three linemen from last year. So that's a, that's that concerns me a little bit for Leonard Fournette and uh, of course Tom Brady and his pass catchers. And speaking of Tom Brady's pass catchers, what yeah. do you think about the the Julio signing? Hate the number. Uh, I like 85? the signing. <laughs> Is he going to play tight end? You think? You know, he he actually was fairly okay when he played and when was fully healthy over the last two years. He's just missed a lot of games, and that's his biggest bugaboo. Recent, in fact, he's had those lower leg injuries his whole career. You know, so um, that that's. That's the concern with Julio is the is the injuries. Uh, they the Tempe Buccaneers also uh, said they did not put uh, they cleared basically they cleared Chris Godwin so he's not going to be on pup. He's going to actually sounds like he's well ahead of schedule. Um, and we'll, I'm still not convinced we, he's going to be ready week one though. We will see. I I think one thing bringing in Julio does is they can take their time with him a little bit. Maybe he doesn't start on the pup, but maybe he's back in a few weeks in. My my main takeaway from the whole Julio signing and then this Godwin news was just how quickly everyone has dismissed Russell Gage. Who yeah, a couple weeks ago I'm not, I'm not either. I mean, outside of Mike Evans, I I still. <sighs> Based on ADP, Julio's ADP is spiked. Gage's has fallen. Godwin's is good. Godwin was always getting drafted before Gage, yeah. even before this news. Yeah. But uh, yeah, based on ADP right now, I mean, I I, I like Russell Gage yeah. more than Julio season long. I'm, I'm not convinced. I mean, Gage has eight touchdowns over the last yeah. two seasons. Yep, Julio has four. Gage has twice as many touchdowns. He's like twice as young. Here, here's not the thing. Really, here's the real the real thing with Gage is cost. Like I think he's going to be, he's going to have good games this year. He's probably better in best ball. As yeah, you know, he'll have but, he'll have his spike weeks for yeah, sure. Yeah, but uh, I think the big thing with Gage is his price was starting to get to the point where you're a, you started to get a little more on the fence, but now his price is dropping again, and that's when that's when you want to buy on him. And, and lastly, on the Bucks, we briefly mentioned him when talking about Jensen Leonard Fournette. Yeah, not fat. Yeah, he looked pretty good. Yeah. The so rumors of him being 260 uh, a few weeks ago uh, reported into camp at 244, which uh, for the size guy he is like, he's, he's just a big dude. Yeah, I think he just like went to Taco Bell for one last blowout the yeah. day before he uh, got weighed in that day, but he he's shed all that water weight. So not too concerned. We'll see they, with the BMI of Leonard Fournette. Yeah, they, We'll see. There, there always seems to be a little bit of sharing down there. But uh, Ronald Jones gone, Rashad White in, Gio Bernard should be healthy this year. They're, they've they've got uh, they've got depth behind Fournette, but he should be mostly the the, the carrier there. Ah, uh, next next guy we want to talk about. Yeah, Maybe. let's stay in the division and talk some uh, a couple Saints talking points. I think Michael okay. Thomas is is the key one here. Uh, present from day one of camp, running routes. Yep. yep. They're not. No one's in pads, but he's in uniform. Uh, he looks like he'll be ready week one. And man, no Some one the, was convinced he was going to be ready week one all no. summer long, all winter. He, he was getting drafted. 
outside of the top 30 wide receivers are right in that range. But if he is fully healthy going in yep. to the season, where do you have him? I mean, I think you got to treat him as a top 15 option. You you could. I, I don't know that I have him that high, and I don't know how much I believe it just yet. I mean, he's a he's about three years away from good fantasy production at this point, you know, a little over it, two it, years. It's been a while. But back um, then, he, we, we were arguing him as the number one overall pick in fantasy football. Yeah, in, uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't too convinced by some of the earlier videos this offseason. We, we will see. I do kind of like Chris Olave's skill set with – Jameis Winston, personally, I, I'm not going to rank him over Michael Thomas, probably, but I'm I'm probably still avoiding Michael Thomas, depending if he's going that high. Yeah, Winston's a guy. If you're going to wait on quarterback in your drafts, who, who is very intriguing to me now with yeah. Thomas healthy. Yep. You just mentioned Olave, stud rookie. They signed Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Yep. Alvin Kamara, who, from what I'm hearing. I don't think he's getting suspended this year. That's, that's what I'm thinking too. Because the league is not going to do anything until the matter is settled yeah. outside yeah. outside the lines, right? Yeah, it does so, seem like it'll be. It, an and it doesn't seem like any kind of you know conviction or yep. settle, whatever, is going to happen until after the football season. So Jameis Winston, <laughs> I mean, he's got some weapons. He stays yeah. healthy. He, he, it's he, a good late shot. He can this, throw a lot of picks, of course. It does but, feel like one of these years that in one quarterback leagues, you almost don't even need to draft one and you can pick, pick one up after the draft. In super flex leagues, they're, they're, you're, it's deep, it feels like yeah, this year. A lot of great late options like Winston. I like Davis Mills. I think yep. Jared Goff is kind of intriguing. Maybe Daniel Jones. We'll talk a little more Giants in a minute. Sure. How about we do that now? All we right. talked enough, Michael Thomas. Let's talk about Saquon Barkley. Yeah. He's looking I mean, uh, incredible, making some incredible catches. Like they're highlight reel, right? But like if Saquon Barkley is last year, honestly, that ankle injury was kind of a fluke deal. You know? <laughs> like, oh yeah. He just stepped yeah, on a he, yeah. was, he stepped on his teammates. Yeah, and twisted his ankle to the side and got the big bulge that we all saw the the pictures of. Uh if he's hundred percent back, huge pass catcher in that offense. Um yeah, Barkley's a guy at who I've talked about a, a few times over the last month or two as a, a great bounce-back candidate. Last year was his first year back from the, the torn ACL or MCL mm -hmm. in 2020. Running backs generally take a couple years to come back from that, two years to come back from that, so this will be his second year. And last year, the, the Giants were arguably the worst offensive line in the NFL. They made a significant investment mm -hmm. in the O-line in the draft, so... Barkley, uh, you know, I've been doing best ball drafts since February, Scott. And I, I remember yeah. he was going uh, mid to late third in, in the winter. And now he's he's climbed up to early second. And I think he's, once preseason games start, he's not going to play a ton in the preseason, but he reels off a 78, just one highlight play in, in, mm -hmm. uh, in a game. He's going to be back in that yeah. late first, mid first round Convo, like right now, I'm starting to like Barkley more than Najee Harris, who's going before. Do you do rankings? Where do you where do you have? I have him at RB eight or not RB nine, I think right now, which is higher than he's going. Yeah, I think he's I, going at about RB twelve or so. I uh, I do, I do them in my my head. And, okay, and I, I, I don't publish any. I should. I, I right. wish I did. I, I need to do that. But uh, but yeah, I feel like he's going too late, and I'm going off course a little bit here. Uh, and Dalvin Cook going too late. But but if I so if I'm in the late for have a late pick in the first round. And I'm going running back, running back, Cook, Barkley, all day. I've been doing that a ton. I love those. Charge has him at RB ten. We basically have our nines and tens flipped. So um, he has him at ten. I have him at nine. 
Certainly RB1 upside if you see uh, Yeah, absolute RB1 upside. Yep. If stays, and you're getting him in the third in a lot of cases. Sometimes the fourth even, which is it's pretty late, honestly. Um, let's uh, let's go on to, do we want to talk about the camp battle between Baker, Mayfield, and Sam Darnold, which is looking kind of gross on both ends? Yeah, that's not too fantasy relevant, really. How, how I about, do know that Baker and DJ Moore have been showing some chemistry early on in camp. Right. But, uh, I mean, it's really about who, who benefits most let's, when it comes to McCaffrey, DJ yeah. Moore. Let, let's skip it. It's, it's not super, super fantasy relevant. Let's go over to the Chiefs. The Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill. Who's going to replace him? Ju- yeah. Juju's making great plays. Sky Moore is the talk of camp. Are these guys fantasy super fantasy relevant? They, they've been making, uh, and again, everyone's been making great plays in camp so far. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's Everybody's super excited awesome. to see yeah. any kind of football, right. football action. But, you know, everyone, I was really concerned, uh, not concerned, but let's put it this way. Before Tyreek was traded to the Dolphins, mm-hmm. it was Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. In right. every draft I did, whether it was Superflex or one quarterback, they were going in that order. They would go earlier in Superflex drafts, of course. Hill gets traded. All of a sudden, I'm seeing Herbert going before Mahomes. Uh, Lamar Jackson, a lot of times. Mahomes is kind of was sli- he's still a top five quarterback yeah. based on ADP. And it was all because he lost Tyreek. But now I'm looking at Sky Moore and J- Juju's looking good. Yeah, I like MVS. Now I'm starting to think like, He's Mahomes got options. Was, it's it, it just won't be centered around one person. It'll be spread out more. And of course, Kelsey is still around. So I think people got a, overreacted a little bit to the loss of Tyreek Hill. I think the Chiefs are going to be just fine. And I, uh, yeah. Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, talent wise. Talent wise. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, there's there's that top four or five that just like you can you can flip them around however you want, and I'm going to be fine with it. Even in Scott Fishbowl, I uh, have seen. Mahomes was sliding to the QB four, QB five range. So uh, if if he falls to you in your drafts that far, I think it's a gift at this point. So I'm not Tyreek Hill will be missed, but not not as much as I thought initially. No. What do you think about the uh, reports of Sky Moore potentially taking some Debo? Yeah, the, the role next Debo. Yeah, they're saying uh, everybody wants to be the next whatever worked last year. Yeah, but they've been showing that those packages in, in practice so far, and Andy Reid said something yeah. along the lines of him having like running back legs or yep. something like that. Chenault so. taking plays in the backfield, Tony taking plays from the backfield, Debo and uh, Sky Moore and Curtis Samuel. There seems to be a lot of them this year that they're like, this guy's going to do this because well, Andy Reid's a uh, creative guy, right? And we saw Tyree kill, take some carries out of the backfield. So I'm sure we'll see some yeah. of that for, from sky more, but uh, yeah, uh, everyone's sky. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to get over a wide receiver wearing the number 24, but since it's my favorite number, Ken Griffey jr. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it and I'll probably overdraft him someplace. I need, I want at least a couple just in case. Cause there's a chance he leads, leads then the, the rookie wide receivers in receiving yards this year. Let's talk George Pickens. Let's stick with rookie wide receivers. Uh, George Pickens uh, with the Steelers, of course. Nothing but good things coming out of Steelers camp. Yes. For those unfamiliar with George Pickens, uh, tore his knee up last spring. He would have been the, he's out of Georgia. Basically, in my mind, would have been the top wide receiver taken if he didn't suffer this knee injury last spring. He he came back uh, last college season, played Mm -hmm. the last three or four games. 
Um, looked pretty good, but of course coming back from a major knee injury, but he looks healthy now. And uh, I think the Steelers got a steal uh, with Pickens. And of course, Deontay Johnson is still wide receiver one there, but I'm thinking I like Pickens more than Chase Claypool going into this year who uh, Claypool getting drafted before Pickens. So I think if you incorporate price, I can definitely see that he's going to get on the field a decent amount, but the wide receiver three in Pittsburgh just is, has been so boomer bust for so many years. And it's, you know, it's the same coaching. It's different quarterback, but it's everything. It's so, so much the same there that, um, yeah, yeah it's I, to be determined if I we're really, going to get Trubisky. I really like Pickens is a really great high upside late pick just because the immense amount of talent. And we've already seen some of those, you know, one handed catches that he made, in, especially early in college, um, uh, in camp so far. So I take it back. I think Jamison Williams would have been the top wide receiver taken, but he also suffered yes, the knee injury. ACL but, injury, uh, national championship game. But uh, George Pickens, I think we're not sold on Jamison Williams of the Lions, of course, being ready uh, no, by week not, one. But not at all. Pickens like more like will be ready, November. and he looks ready for the league right now. But yeah. uh, like you said, it, it was the all, concern is quarterback really right yeah, now. Yeah, and like all the concern, like nobody thought Pickens wasn't talented. It was just, you know, off field and, and maturity and stuff. You know, it, if, if he comes to work as a pro, like, yeah. So, uh, we got some more things we want to talk about that's happened in camp so far, but we're going to take a quick break. Got to pay the bills. Got to, got to pay some bills. Well, does charge need yeah. to pay the bills? Like, can't he just fund this Seriously. himself with just sell off some of those gold statues <laughs> that are in the yard? Maybe they're gold statues of himself too. <laughs> yeah, they're fountains. They're I won't say where the water is pouring out of there, it. It's pretty. There's one of scraps. There's one of <laughs> pepper. The other dog. What's the other dog's name? Pepper. Scraps and pepper. Scraps and pups. All right, we're gonna take a break. We will be right back in a minute. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Weekly. I'm your host today, anyway, Scott Fish. Sitting across from me is Brian Johnson. What's up, Scott? What's going on? We're co-hosts. What? I don't even, I'm not your host. I'm your co-host we're, with Brian Johnson. We're tag team in this we're one. We're tag team in this one. Like the uh, What was your favorite tag team back in the WWF days? I know it's the WWE. Oh, gosh. I don't so know. many good ones. Probably Remember the, the, Ke- the Kevin Nash, Scott Hall tag team. Uh, that was a little later than... Than I, I was more the you watched you, you were into wrestling a little later on in life than I was. Yeah. I remember the Rockers. Yeah. Okay. Demolition. No, no, I was I was into wrestling at a young age. I just don't I don't remember the names as well. You know, um, they didn't have a, a name, but there was Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and who did he team up with? Uh, anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah, we're way off topic now. <laughs> we'll to we, we should know this stuff is. I can talk ladies wrestling all day though. I think. Uh, let's let's go over to Buffalo where Isaiah McKenzie is the absolute talk of camp right now. How do you feel about Isaiah McKenzie? They just, they just signed Crowder to take that role and McKenzie's the one stepping up apparently. Yeah. This was like the first like bombshell fantasy relevant story out of camp was Isaiah McKenzie running with the ones. Like you said, the Bills signed Jameson Crowder in the off season and Crowder was a guy going, you know, round 11, 12 ish in drafts, and McKenzie was going undrafted at times yeah, basically or, or last round. Yeah. But now I, that gap is narrow. I didn't even see McKenzie drafted in any of my drafts I've done so far but, uh, before this. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not overreacting too much. Um, of course, Cole Beasley no longer there, but you know, Beasley was very, a very viable option yeah. in fantasy football for the last few years in that offense. So it'll be interesting to see who. Uh, gets the the majority of work out of the slot for they, Buffalo, but it's going to be way more of a competition than initially. Josh uh, Allen does throw to the slot a ton, but was it because of what he because he had Beasley there, or or was it you know their their scheme? They also seemingly with the addition of James Cook and and the fact they went after JD McKissick and things like that, they seemingly want to get the ball to the running back in space as well. So that it's it's going to be interesting what happens behind Diggs there. Yeah, and, uh, and Gabriel like, Davis. Yeah, I mean, everyone's expecting a big bump in production uh, from Gabriel Davis. Dawson Knox, uh, of course, popped off last year. He's a red zone threat. So speaking of digs, I mean, one of the best wide receivers in the league, of mm-hmm. course. But I'm, there's just so many mouths, mouths to, feed to feed right now. Um, I'm a little worried about digs when it comes to just, you know, his fantasy potential. Yeah. He's going to be a threat on the field in yeah, it's, reality it's, football. Of course, his but. upside is, I mean, like he's still probably going to finish right around the top 12 wide receivers, even with the down tick. Uh, it, it just may not be wide receiver one overall upside. Like it, like it was a couple of years ago to hit that like 150 target mark might be tough. I think, digs. I think the main news here is, is just the way McKenzie's playing with the ones, the way he's standing out and the flashes we saw last year, he's draftable. Now he's, you shouldn't ignore him. Now you should, probably be taking that dart throw at the end. And what people need to be also concerned with when it comes to Buffalo quote unquote concern is they got a great defense. Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't show in that the last game against the chiefs in the playoffs, 
And but, they're going uh, to they have their hands. Davies, White, and a few other yeah. people. But they're not. They're not going to be in a ton of shootouts. They're probably going to get up big. Their in division ones are going to be interesting with Oakland, uh, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. Those will be some interesting ones. But you're right. Their defense is actually it's actually pretty good. So yeah, this I'm really just talking to Diggs. I don't know. The price tag seems a little heavy, heavy for me uh, with Diggs, and then Gabe Davis is yeah. going pretty early for me too but yeah, uh gabe davis went from a guy that everybody loved but that but he was going at a reasonable price and now like i i mentioned this on another show the other day i saw gabriel davis go as wide receiver 14 in a draft and i'm like that is just ridiculous well there's no greater recency bias than a 200 plus yeah four yard for touchdown yeah. game which was uh what davis did uh in that loss to the chiefs in the divisional round last year before we leave buffalo we would be remiss if we didn't bring up Zach Moss on this show, a favorite Jeez. of the show, but I've seen a little steam. He's taking the ones. What? I've seen He's a little steam on ones. Zach Moss. That's... I, uh, I had to do We're a talking take. about a guy who was inactive, a healthy scratch multiple times last year is, is taking snaps, like splitting ones. That's come on. We, we, we joke on the, the best shape of their life narrative but he did look like he was in good shape and it, uh it, it really it really feels like one of those those healthy scratches put something in his mind that he's like okay i got i gotta step it up but i wouldn't uh i wouldn't call uh zach moss a dead cat uh, just yet honestly i think this makes everything worse i think james cook had some decent ppr upside i th- like as a late flyer he doesn't he never he averaged like seven touches a game in college like it's it, he's not He's not going to be huge, but he would have some weeks, and Singletary would have some weeks. This just muddies the field even more for me right now. The moral of the story is the only bill you can feel confident in is Josh Allen. (laughs) There's just way too many mouths to feed in Buffalo, but uh, we shall see what happens. So over to the Packers, uh, Alan Lazard being talked up by his his quarterback. Cameron Poe. Uh, Watson hurt Romeo dubs. You seem to like I uh, coming out of the draft. I'm like, this is a nice deep threat that might have some best ball spike weeks. Uh, what are you liking over there for the wide receivers in uh, green Bay? Yeah. You mentioned for those that don't know, Aaron Rodgers, when asked about his thoughts on going from, um, Devontae, Devontae Adams, Adams to Alan Lazard. He's like, well, I'm going from one Hall of Famer to another. Yeah, which was in response and, to Devontae Adams, who said right. the same thing about going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr, <laughs> going <laughs> going from one Hall of Famer to, to another. Now, Lazard had eight touchdowns last year, minimal targets, and like, you know, you play the extrapolation game. Yeah. He's going to have like 20 touchdowns. But again, he, he had Devontae Adams that are taking the heat off of him. He was yeah. facing single coverage. Every snap he was on the field. I doubt Alan Lazar has ever been double teamed his entire life. That might happen now. So yeah. we'll see if he actually can be the guy. Uh, I'm not fully convinced. Uh, we shall see. But uh, that talk is a. Uh, I've seen Alan Lazard's ADP rising over the last month or two. He's getting a little pricey. I've for done me. drafts where him and Watson go in a very similar area, and I feel like Lazard is just so much safer. Like Watson for me is like. He played at a lower level, and he should have been he should have been able to do way more than he was, given his, you know, he's kind of a physical, you know, beast. So, I think Watson is a huge question mark. I think he could he could like he, his range of outcomes is huge. He could completely bust, or he could be the Packers wide receiver one. I just feel a lot safer with Lazard. Yeah, cr- and Aaron Rodgers tends to trust 
people he's played with before. Yeah, and uh, Watson, you, you're referring to Christian Watson, of course, yes. who when, when drafted by the Packers uh, in the early second round, uh, huge, huge, huge bump in value, but now he's in danger of missing some. He's not practicing right now. He had a little a minor knee procedure done. Uh, they said he probably could have played through it, but they, they figured why, yeah, why? why risk it. But uh, it might be a slow start for Christian Watson. So I think we're going to see him slide down uh, the draft boards a little bit these next uh, couple weeks. And it, it, Romeo Dubs, I wish it was Dubs. D-O-U-B-S. I guess that's Dubs. Green Bay's always got weird pronunciations with their players' last names, going back to Brett Favre. But uh, Dubs uh, could be a steal for both Green Bay and fantasy managers willing to draft him. He's looked good in camp so far, but again... These guys are running around in short shorts and no pads, so I'm not going to yeah, read too much into this uh, dubs dubs hype just yet. Yeah, stay stay tuned for next week when we talk about <laughs> training camp battles once again. Speaking of hype, hype for what feels like the third year in a row, Paris Campbell sleeper season. It's not even third; it's every year. <laughs> like when he came, when he was drafted, like he was going to grow with a- Andrew Luck. Remember, like it, yep. it feels like it's every year this this comes up, but, but- I. I still kind of believe a little bit. Yeah, I know. I'm sure Charge believes. Charge has always kind of been a Paris Campbell fan. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was and we're, we're, we're talking Colts now. And uh, when Colts wide receivers, Michael Pittman, the clear wide receiver one. Yeah. And forever, uh, not forever, but ever since the draft, it was Alec Pierce. And yeah. those were the only two Colts receivers I saw getting drafted. But then as we got into the spring earlier in the summer, Paris Campbell, Paris Campbell was healthy. And now... That gap has closed big time. Where now I've seen some people take Paris Campbell over Alec Pierce. I don't know. I I, mm. I don't want to get hurt again by Paris Campbell. I, I'm re- I'm resisting unless like he's falling to me in the last round. I did a show about six to eight weeks ago that uh, I talked about Paris Campbell being a, a sleeper for this season, and I'm pretty sure that's why he's now getting drafted. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I hope he stays me. healthy, but he's got. I got to see it from him before uh, I'm going to be willing to take him as a wide receiver four or five option for me on any of my fantasy teams. It's weird to re- to remember that T.Y. Hilton is still there. <laughs> Nobody has talked about T.Y. Hilton this entire offseason, it feels like. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton, he's got to be, what, 34? I read. I read. A, I read. A th- I, read ages, uh, I read a thing the other day saying Leo Jones. He'll, he'll still be in the mix. Um, hope, probably just enough to annoy fantasy owners because he won't be playing there because the, you'll be playing other cold starters. All right. This this was the. I'm going to call it a scandal. The biggest scandal in, in preseason so far. This is just this kind is, of a this fun is topic. this is fun. This isn't uh, fantasy relevant. Russell Wilson shows up. First day of camp. First off, he was in like a vehicle straight out of Mad Max yes. Fury Road. Uh, yeah, that thing was like, ridiculous. And you could tell he's never taken this thing off roading once because the yes. tires were like spotless. Yeah, it's uh, that was that was interesting, an interesting vehicle. But he jumps out of his tank that probably costs like four hundred dollars to fill up right now, <laughs> and that was just for the drive to the stadium. Wearing his own jersey. Broncos jersey and it's a throwback jersey. I get they wear throwback jerseys, but I don't even know where to begin with this. Yeah. People he's wearing the same number, number three at that Drew Locke wore. Yep. And people are like, oh, he's given throwing some shade at Locke. But you could see the little badge, because it was a throwback jersey, his name in the bottom left. But have you ever 
of course, players wear their own jerseys when they play or in yeah. practice, yeah. and they, they wear them in commercials or like yeah. if they go to a, a children's Events. hospital yeah, or something like, like that. Event, sure. But just to rock your own jersey like that is so off-putting. This it's guy, <laughs> he is a strange bird, man. He, he I does don't know. seem like a strange bird. But uh, we, just, we just had to yeah. mention that. Yeah. I mean, you're not, if you're not yeah. talking it, Russell Wilson wearing his own jersey, you're not is, having real camp is, Yeah, I don't know that I've, I've seen that too much. Like, I feel like I would have remembered had I seen that. But yeah. And Aaron Rodgers shows up like, like Cameron Poe out of Con Air. Yep. <laughs> he, uh, nobody, he, no, he, what was... Never mind. Yeah, let's, let's. He didn't do the the proper head shake in Connor though. He tried with like slicking his hair back, but he didn't yeah. like pull the full yeah. Nick Cage effect. But he did a pretty good job. Let's go over to the San Francisco 49ers. Maybe this is the last one we talk about. We're about a half an hour in, so why not? Uh, Brandon Ayuk apparently has taken a big step. He's starting to be more of a leader out there. Um, he's not going to get the doghouse treatment he started the season with last year. He he you know, rounded out the season fairly decent. Um, how do you feel about Ayuk? Is like, it sounds like everything from maturity, maturity to work ethic to, you know, plays. It, it seems like he has taken that step this year. Um, and, and he's on a good page with Trey Lance. Yeah. He looked amazing his rookie year in 2020. I mean, like you said, last year, he wasn't even really playing when the season started and it wasn't because of injury or anything like that. And you're just like, Oh my God, What's happened to Brandon Ayuk? But then uh, he came came on strong. Uh, his last season wrapped up. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I, I got high hopes for him going into this year. It's really just a matter of uh, well, there's a, there's a few matters. Is Debo Samuel going to be back? It's seeming like he will be mm-hmm. now. Um, yep. I don't think that really hurts Ayuk. It might even help him a little more than hurt him. Uh, it's really is Trey Lance ready to be a pro quarterback? And we're going to find out. They're yep. they're they're either going to cut Jimmy G or trade him. It doesn't seem like anyone really wants to trade for Jimmy G right now. So it's Trey Lance's team. It's really just a matter of uh, how accurate Trey Lance is now involved. Ayuk is in, in this offense. Uh, of course, like we just said, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, a threat. San Francisco loves to run the ball. Trey mm-hmm. Lance is a very mobile quarterback and have a lot of designed runs. So that's, that, that's going to be the question, you know, young quarterback, how, Many like we are valuing all these players as fantasy assets. How many he can can he truly lift up on a consistent week to week basis? The, the talent right now is there to justify the hype for Ayuk, but I'm concerned that the volume won't be there. That's that's the thing. So I'm kind of off Ayuk this year okay. until I can like see the volume justify the ADP. Basically, if he if he gets 130, 120 targets. I'm in all day, but I, I don't know if he's... It, it does feel like a concentrated offense, though. If if uh, there's only 450 attempts coming from Trey Lance, which would be pretty dang low, um, I, could, I could see 100-ish going to the three mains. Yep. So And, and Juwan Jennings is, is clearly a wide receiver plus. three, but uh, he was utilized last year. Yeah, there'll uh, be other targets, I, but I feel, I, feel, I feel like it'll be concentrated to those three, at least for fantasy output. All right. Well, I think I think we hit all the. Let's hot call it. Let's let's call it right right around thirty minutes because we got to do two hour shows coming up. I'm ex- I'm I'm actually excited for that. It's not got to do that. I I love getting together with two co hosts. You know, three of us in the room talking football, training camp, uh, actual preseason games. 
Charge, Charge will be back hosting. I think you and Matt are on the first show, right? I think I get the week yeah, off. I think, I, I think I'm on 12 of the next 13 shows. So you're going to get a lot of me. I'm sorry for that, guys. Is, uh, Everyone listening. Are all the Scott Fishbowl drafts done? I think so. I'm pretty yeah. sure. It's it's pretty rare for them to go this long. Only Before this year, only five in history had gone past 14 days. And it's we'd be on day like 19 right now. I think they're, I think they're all done. And now uh, Underdog is still running their best ball yes. satellites. Go Tell to, us a little about that. Yes, go to underdogfantasy.com and you can uh, sign up for a fishbowl satellite. You can win your way in next year to play against me or Brian or Charge or you know, Matthew Barry or whoever, you know, we're all in it. Everybody in the industry is in, most people are in the, in, in the industry are in it. Um, and yeah, on just, yeah, just look for the Scott fishbowl satellite for charity. It's $5. Five bucks. Yeah. It's just do one draft and, and that money goes straight to the JJ Watt foundation. Yeah, if you're thinking about doing a, a mock draft, this is a way better. You'll, you'll get real ADP here. It only yeah. costs five bucks. Real it's for ADP, a good cause. Real, you can win your way into yep, the Scott fishbowl next year. And uh, yeah, you'll, you'll see some familiar names in your draft room, I'm sure. And another way to get in to Scott Fishbowl next year, other than just signing up mm-hmm. at scottfishbowl.com. No yes. guarantees, though, because you got thousands and thousands. If you could get everyone in, you would, right? Yeah, I would. But I, it's it's at about a 1 in 10, 1 in 12 click that I get um, people in. In the event you don't hit that lotto, you can win your way in again this year at guillotineleagues.com in the Scott Fishbowl Super Chop Contest. Yes. Uh, it is a $50 entry, but all all proceeds go to charity. Yep. Um, and if you're unfamiliar with Super Chop, uh, it's a form of a guillotine league where it's 12 12-person leagues. And what you need to do is win your 12-person league. So mm-hmm. that's the, the regular season is 11, first 11 weeks. Yep. You win your 12-person league. You're into the Scott Fish Bowl. Yes. Automatically. All 12 of those winners will be. And you also win a sweet ring from tr- trophy smack. Uh, mm-hmm. You also get a, a full, just for signing up, you get a, a full uh, subscription to roto wire. Yeah. Part of that $50 sign up, you get, you get a roto wire subscription, but you, you win your, your 12 person league. You, you go to the, the playoff round where you'll face the other 11 league winners and you have a whole brand new draft Yeah, in November, which is awesome. Like who's drafting in November? Basically, basically nobody. So, uh, Go to guillotineleagues.com. Just go to the Ways to Play tab. You'll find the Scott Fishbowl Super Chop and uh, sign up. I know there's about 20, yeah. there's about 80 spots left. Yeah, a little this, more. this is one thing we have not publicized publicly yet because we wanted the, our FFW listeners to have the first shot. Like you're hearing it now. Go get in there because the second charge and I start yep. you know, putting it out there. It like last year, what it fill in a couple hours after Charge and I started yeah, it mentioning took, it on social took, media. It, it took about a day. Yeah, it was it was filled the first day when Charge and I started. And all of us started mentioning it on social media. So, um, you hear this? Go get in there because the second we do that, it's going to fill up quick. Act now. Yes. I've never said that before. Yeah, it's like on TV. Special, Act now. Special for the Fantasy Football Weekly listeners to be able to get in there first. All right, Scott, we did it. We did it. Another off season in the books. Yep, absolutely. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Scottfish24. You can follow Brian Johnson on Twitter at BTXJ. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all for now. So we'll see you next week. List. We'll hear you. No, we won't even see or hear you. We'll just, we'll hope that you're listening to us next week for the <laughs> two hour uh, season premiere of uh, season. Is it season 28? 
It'll 29. Least. I think it's season it 29, 29 of Fantasy Football Weekly. 29 anyway, times. Yes, 29 times. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you all have a great day. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.